Hi, I'm Jiu Wang, a stand-up comedian and a TV talk show host. You're listening to AntCast, a podcast presented by Ant Group. Today, November 11th, is a special day, and that is why I'm here as a special guest host. Do you know that besides Valentine's Day, China has a Singles Day? Yes, Singles Day in China started as a Bachelor's Day, and the holiday falls on November 11th, which was chosen because the date has four ones. And the one here doesn't just stand for one person, though; it represents a bare stick or guangguan in Chinese, which is slang for an unmarried man that doesn't add any branches to the family tree. So now we have Valentine's Day and then Singles Day. I think they're just gonna come up with more and more shopping holidays for the different relationship statuses. Like maybe February twenty ninth can be as complicated day or friend zone day. On that day, a girl can invite a guy to a nice restaurant, and then leaves him with a bill. Now back to Singles Day. It is supposed to be for single people, but. Anyone can participate, which I think is unfair. They should make you log in with your Facebook or something to verify. I think people would just break up with their partner just to get a better deal on Singles Day. Now couples can buy stuff for each other on Singles Day too. This is kind of unfair too. So I think single people should just protest on Valentine's Day, and get and reserve all the tables at restaurants. Think about it. An entire restaurant full of one person at each table. Of course, the manager would get mad and force all the single people to sit together. And in the future, you know, the conversation should go something like this: Hey, Bill, how did you meet your wife? Oh, we were at a restaurant protesting Valentine's Day together. Now we're married and go there every Valentine's Day. Ah, nice. By the way, very nice jacket. Oh, thanks. My wife got it for me on Singles Day. Almost ten years ago, Singles Day started to become an online shopping holiday in China, and has grown larger each year, with sales reaching twenty-five billion dollars last year. A lot of people know that the biggest shopping holiday in the U.S. is Black Friday, but the two are completely different. Black Friday is pure mayhem because it's not online; it's in person. People camp out for hours in the cold just to save seventy-five bucks on a TV. And watching them open the door at midnight is the best part. It's like watching a river breaking through a dam. And all the employees look like Simba during the stampede in The Lion King. Everyone wakes up early to risk being trampled to death. It's like American version of running with the bulls, except with a lot more bulls. Everyone goes into a full-on sprint to the electronics session, followed by a fight or two, followed by waiting in line for an hour. It's more of a human spectacle than a shopping holiday. I think some people actually like the madness of it. It's just not for me. Cyber Monday is actually the most similar holiday to Singles Day in China because it's geared towards online sales. But I've never had much luck with it. I think it has some good deals in the past, but now it's more of a way for online retailers to clear out all the junk in the warehouse that didn't sell during the year. And that's why I see deals for a Captain America toothbrush holder instead of something useful. I honestly find myself going to the stores less and less. Almost everything's online now. You can order food online. 
you can shop online, you can get a degree online. Hell, you can even get a job working from home and never leave the house again if you really want to. I like being able to shop in my pajamas. I guess people still do that in Walmart after midnight. I think I need to stick with online shopping, especially in China, because you don't need to haggle. I hate doing that, but if I don't haggle at the store, I look stupid. The only way I know how to bargain is to cut the offer price in half. And if the guy accepts my counteroffer, I know I overpaid. The best bargainer I've ever heard is this lady whose son was kidnapped. The kidnapper wanted half a million yuan or kwai. She bargained all the way down to thirty-three thousand kwai. The kidnapper's like, "Your son is in our hand. We want half a million kwai," and she goes, "Nah, he's not worth that much." She's the type of person who should be shopping at stores to get a good deal, not me. With online shopping, however, all the deals are already there. You just have to be able to calculate them to save the most, cause they can get pretty elaborate. They should give math homework the week before Singles Day. Like, if Sally spends nine hundred kwai on lipstick, but has a friend who joins in to meet the two thousand kwai limit, which entitles one to a thirty percent discount, how much money does she save with free shipping? Speaking of free shipping, once I wanted to place a twenty-three kwai order, but I have to reach sixty-eight kwai to get free shipping. So I called my wife to pull our purchases together, and she placed more than two thousand kwai in order, and then deleted my order by accident. A fairly common feeling after binge shopping for a day is buyer's remorse. However, in response to this. Some online shopping apps allow you to buy free return shipping insurance, usually for an extra few kwai, which kind of is a nice idea. But I think it'd be great if you could get return insurance on other things in life, like first date insurance. Date's not going well, just walk out, and she goes, "Are you gonna leave me with the bills?" And you go, "Ah,、oh, it's okay. I got date insurance. We're all covered." And it's pretty easy to find stuff online too. All you need to do is take a picture of something with your phone. I didn't expect it to work, but it actually does. Like it's scary how good it works. I'm sure store owners hate it when I take pictures of stuff. Sometimes I tell them it's to show a friend, but they all know that I was going to find cheaper version of it on Taobao. And it doesn't have to be something in a store either, like a shirt someone's wearing. Don't ask them where it's from. Just take a picture. It's not illegal, but it's kind of creepy. Digital payments make a lot of things much easier. For example, it's easy to split bills at restaurants. Instead of having to split them on cash, credit, and Venmo accounts, people can just pay their portions via AliPay, or just send the whole bill to the guy who organized the brunch, but didn't actually show up. Actually, I was a little disappointed because in the old days, I got to show off my math skills by calculating everyone's share, 
and tip amounts in my head. I wonder if math skills gonna decline after this. It feels weird not to pay everything with the phone now. You remember when you see someone writing a check in the line at the grocery store, and you're like, "I can't believe people still use those." That's how it feels now when I see people paying with cash or credit card. I don't even like when people hand me cash. It feels dirty. I'm like, "Ew, get that dirty thing away from me!" How many people have touched it? And plus, I do most of my shopping online, so. Once I have cash, I have to go to the bank and deposit it if I want to use it. I'm like, thank you for the extra errand. It's so much more convenient and sanitary to pay with phone now. I think the best part of a digital payment is no longer needing to carry a wallet. I haven't needed my wallet in China once, and I don't miss it. It just feels like an ancient artifact from the past, like a pocket watch or a checkbook. But I'll be honest. Not carrying a wallet takes some getting used to. I used to pat on my pockets and have a panic attack before remembering that oh, I don't have a wallet anymore. And women barely have any pocket space as it is. I'm sure they love to have one less item to carry. Even ID cards and insurance are going digital. It's just nicer. You ever see those wedding photos where the guy forgot to take out his wallet? And he's got that big fat square mark in his front pocket. The only issue I noticed with digital payment was that it was a lot harder to flag down the bartender for drinks, because the go-to motion is to hold up a cash or credit card to signal them when it's really crowded or loud. I guess I can wave my phone, but it kind of looks like I'm trying to give them my phone, or even worse, my phone number, and they get confused. Even the older generation uses the phone to buy things now. Like my dad, he uses AliPay, and he doesn't even call me for help like he did with TV or computers. Grandmas don't have to take a trip to the post office to send money anymore. Once this guy on the street asked me if I could spare some change because. He needs money to buy subway tickets, and I was like, "Sorry, I didn't bring my wallet." And then he pulled out a QR code. He got me. Now I just tell them that my phone's dead. Why should I give them my hard-earned money just because they ask for it? Anyway, I gotta get going now. But if you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to send me a donation on AliPay. Okay, I gotta buy something nice for my wife on Singles Day. Thank you.